There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Get our Valentine's hump on! Yay! Hump for Valentine. And uh, we're going to do that. And we're also going to get to the three things we think you need to hear to, to uh, be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And these are those three things we think you need to hear. We call it the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay, so... Remember a few months ago, I think it was four months to be exact, when there was a very large hurricane that devastated Puerto Rico, among other areas. Well, um, XL Energy, which is our home company, uh, sent crews out to help restore electricity to a school in Calle. And uh, they did that just two days ago. Two days ago, for four months, this school has not had lights, has not had school bells, has not had uh, all the things you need electricity for. And the crews at XL helped them to restore the electricity. And here's what it sounded like when that moment happened. And that's a member of one of uh, the crews sent by XL Energy to Puerto Rico. Uh, again, they've been without power in this particular area for four months since Hurricane Maria hit the island. And those children have not been able to have a full school day since. And now because the electricity has been restored, they can have a full school day. You've never heard so many kids so excited about being able to go to school. Yeah. All day long. I, um, that's awesome. And there's still a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. uh, and it's shocking, and it's frankly pathetic that our country has allowed Puerto Rico to go this long uh, without power. Well, and can I? And I just to that point, Bradley. One of the reasons why I wanted to make sure we all heard this is because I don't know that people uh, are realizing that they oh, still yeah, don't no, have. People think the problem's over, and yeah, the problem's and, uh, not over. Yeah, no, and it's actually been made worse in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, They've been suffering uh, particularly uh, difficult 
uh, in difficult manner since, you know, since that hurricane happened. Yeah. And we just kind of go on with our lives like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. So not the case. But uh, thank you for bringing that story to yeah. our attention. Absolutely. And door number two. Let's see what we've got. OK. Um, I want to introduce you to a guy. Uh who says that he is a time traveler. Oh, God. This kind of has gone viral, this video of uh, a guy who says he was a a time traveler from the year 2030. Okay. Uh, He says that he is here, and he's stuck here, and he consented to being hooked up to a lie detector. Uh Uh-huh. And he was interviewed for a website, or I'm sorry, YouTube channel called Apex TV. Oh, yeah. No, that's... that's Mm. Just listen to this. And I think we need to find this guy because what you cannot hear is that he is wearing a T-shirt that says University of Minnesota. All right, let's listen. Can you tell us for a 100% fact if you're telling the truth? Yes, for 100% fact, I am telling the truth. I am not a liar. I am a time traveler from the year 2030. Do you swear to God? Yeah, I swear to God. It's inevitable that we're going to get a lot of feedback from this video uh, of people saying that you're not telling the truth. And again, I don't want to give my opinion because I don't want to influence anybody who's watching this opinion. But what do you say to, to all the skeptics out there who don't believe what you're saying? Um, I, I can see where you guys are coming from, and I believe you know you guys have a point. But my, the reason why I keep arguing with you guys is you know just eventually you know maybe you guys might believe me. Maybe. I don't, I, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get as much as people to, you know, aware of the fact that you know, the government's lying to He's speaking to us from the future. Okay, no, he's not. Yes, he, he is, and he passed the lie detector. From, okay, well, first of all, do you know anything about lie detectors? Yes, I no. No, you don't. And uh, I don't either, but I do know they don't work. I, I want to get one on our show. Um, I have watched a lot of Maury episodes. Be very careful what you ask for, Colleen, because if you get a lie detector straps detector strapped to you, then people I'll have can to... ask some things. So okay. I don't think you really want it. that. But anyway, um, I, I do. While I do think you know this is like a fun viral story. Um, do you here's my question are we about to discover time travel 12 years from now is that likely and then when you do come back from 2030 what was it 2030 2030 um why are you hanging out in like a yeah also where did you put your future clothes i want to see your future clothes could you show us like your future id yeah what is your show us your future Listen, uh, yeah. And also, I, don't I guarantee them. I'm just if going this on record. Is a kit. Oh, look at you not buying a conspiracy theory for once. <laughs> ding, ding, and ding. Um, I can support that. I approve that. Um, what I was going to say is about this kid. If he is wearing a University of Minnesota shirt, could couldn't somebody just be like, "That's my brother," and he's been on this planet since. 19 whatever well, you bring up a good point right i mean like it can't be that hard they they remove his face I, they pixelate his well, yeah, face. from the video is what i'm saying they they blur out his face um yeah you can't i mean you uh, it just looks like a like if young you're man from the future why would we need to blur out your face yeah. And and distort your voice yeah that wasn't his real voice i mean haven't you watched the terminator guys we have to protect him. Otherwise, the T-1000 is going to go after him really and kill him. Do we really protect him by putting him on a YouTube video also, with yeah. 
uh, conspiracy theory uh, YouTube channels. And he wants he wants us to believe him. Wouldn't he be going to like the FBI or like, I don't know. Somewhere else. Inside like, edition. Or just yeah, like not Apex TV. Low. Yeah. <laughs> and not drawing attention to himself. Also, how crappy would that be? What, to be here from the come, future? If you're going to time travel, oh, yeah. you go back 12 years? That's lame. I mean, that's like the your time machine broke. That? Yeah. Your machine broke. Like, I'd be like, screw this. Yeah. If it's as bad as he says it's about to be, how about we just, how about he just goes back to like 18 something and yeah. rides a horse? <laughs> I don't and know. here it is behind door number one. We got to talk about this, you guys. What? We got to talk about Sean White. But I, I want you to listen to a little bit of coverage from Sean White winning. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if this is the moment he wins. But anyway, listen to this. Sean White, again, athlete. Um, he has a line at Target. He has a line at Target. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's an Olympic gold medalist. Snowboarder. Uh, let's listen. Oh, wait. Sean White, you know the that? biggest run yeah. of his life right now. But the Olympics? Sean White for the gold. is draped in the stars and stripes. Okay, so that gives you an indication of what happened. Sean White, three-time Olympic gold medalist, wins an Olympic gold medal. He's an American professional snorboarder. Snorboarder. That's what I do, snorboarding. (laughs) Snorboarding. Snorboard. Skateboarder as well. Uh, He's won 10 ESPY awards. This guy has got a lot. But what you may not remember is that, oh, look, sexual assault allegations. (gasps) Mm. And what what's interesting to me is like in the spot in the spotlight of the Olympics, like oh, we just don't even. It's just. Do you know jarring. what you are doing to me right now? What am I doing? You are adding fuel to my Olympic, my own personal Olympic, Olympic. torch. Why am I my anti Olympic torch? Yeah, because well, this is it's not the Olympics' fault that he won a gold medal. But no, what I'm talking about is the media's coverage of this event. Yes, and frankly, you know. There was just a huge gap in uh, the reality and the way it was reported. Um, he he is sort of given a pass, is what I'm saying, by the media, based on previous sexual assault allegations, misconduct allegations that were leveled against him, and not like a, a lawsuit from like ten years ago. This was two years ago. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is like this is the thing that drives me crazy. Is these Olympic athletes, while they're participating, are lauded as heroes, which they listen. Yes, they're talented. Whatever. Etc. Etc. But like everybody is putting them on a literal pedestal. Yeah, and in most cases, that's fine. Sure. Like when you win, when you are the top in your sport, nobody's denying that you shouldn't be allowed to, you know, appreciate that uh, those accolades. Absolutely. But when you've got a storied past in in this regard, uh, and like you said, like an actual record, yeah, like you. If we're going to, if what we're doing right now is calling out people for misconduct, 
we can't turn a blind eye just because it's the Olympics. So, you know, we've had this renewed um, focus on on his allegations, just as the Me Too movement and other activists. I mean, there was a lot of talk and pushback about this online. Um, they want more accountability around sexual harassment and assault. And in his Today interview, he he did apologize for dismissing the allegations, which he did at the time. He called them gossip. Um, he said, I'm truly sorry I chose the word gossip. It was a poor choice of words. As for the actual incident, he uh, settled a lawsuit. So, um, you know, okay, the, uh, the matter was resolved to mm-hmm. his and the person who brought the suits, uh, you know, satisfaction, presumably. But it's just weird to me that like, oh, two years ago, this guy was, you know, repeatedly sec- well it was sued for repeatedly sexual harassing a woman and then refusing to pay her wages after he fired her because you'll remember that he was in a band mm-hmm. Sean White was and the band was called Bad Things and she I believe worked uh, in that I-, I don't know if she was in the band or whatever but she was connected in some way and employed so it just it was kind of jarring to see all, all these accolades for him yesterday. And then you're like, wait a minute, isn't this the same guy that uh, just settled a huge lawsuit for sexual misconduct? Wow. Yeah. Uh, OK, well, uh, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing in the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Recently, this is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived. Hi, she friends. brought the dirt. I did bring the Hi. dirt. Oh, Hi. my goodness. Here's an interesting little story. Tommy Lee is engaged. Wow. What? Boy. He looks rough. To he whom? looks like he's... What's the saying? Let me guess. What she's probably in her say? 20s. Thank you. She's 24 years oh younger than God. him. Oh, my God! But she's 31 years old. How did you know that? But she's oh. 24 years younger. 31. Still young. That's barely out of your 20s. She's a social media star. She gained oh fame from the God. social media app Vine. Oh, God. Vine stars are the worst. Okay. <laughs> Is that even still a thing? No. Is anybody Vine? Twitter bought you it and oh, that's killed right. it. Oh. Crushed it. She tweeted, best day of my life. I can't wait to spend forever with my best friend. Hashtag engaged. Yeah, until she he dies in- and you get all his money. That's- oh, my God. It's that one. Brittany Furlan. Yeah. What's oh, her yeah. deal? Okay, so I... I used to be all up in the Vine. You did? Oh, yeah. Like, I used to, like, follow a bunch of people, and I would I was on Vine a lot. And Brittany Furlan, Lon, I don't know how you say her name, but people would totally recognize her from her uh, viral videos. Well, listen, Tommy Lee recognized her and fell in love with her. He's 55. He looks like he's 75. Mm-hmm. He's an example oh my God, of someone. He's so hideous. What do they say? Ridden hard and put away wet? Yeah. Is that he was rode hard and put away wet. Yeah. Ew. He looks like he was, like, <laughs> and then, like, Put through. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do a Cuisinart? I mean, this is like thing. spread out on an asphalt. I know that we all make fun of Giselle Bunchen and Gwyneth Paltrow for like their clean lifestyles. Giselle in particular. I mean, she doesn't touch any booze. She is very, very clean eating, doesn't touch sugar. But that's the difference. That's what mm-hmm. happens. I mm-hmm. would just like to find a happy medium. 
is that what is I'm working so on. That is so fascinating to me. I bet she makes probably as much money as he does now. This oh my is gosh. her first marriage. He, of course, was previously married to Elaine Bergen, Heather Locklear, and... Pamela Anderson, mm-hmm. lest we forget. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you guys, everyone's getting sick. The germs are flying everywhere, and mm. Wendy Williams had to cancel her show for the rest of the week because she is has the flu. Did she fall down again? No. I was going to say, I don't know. Listen, I'm suspicious. Well, she says, uh, or sources are saying she has flu-like <laughs> symptoms. She needs to rest up. They decided to cancel tapings for the rest of the week. She prides herself on rarely missing a show. She also canceled a planned appearance on Page Six TV. Telling you though, That's I had that serious. a few weeks ago and it was bad, remember? Can, I do. Can I just take this moment because this has been swirling around in my head lately um, with all the virus and disease that is out there in the world? <laughs> um, I can't wait to see what's coming. Can what, Because I've heard, like, because you just said she rarely misses a taping and I just heard mm-hmm. something else where somebody referenced, like, he never missed school. He had perfect attendance. Yeah. Can we like shed that part of ourselves oh, no, once and can't. for all? I want because, to too. Because you. Like you're not doing the world a favor by showing up every day. People right. have an amazing superiority complex, myself included, if you never call in sick. Oh, and I firmly I always get had this. It, yeah. I was like, I never call in sick. I don't need to call in sick. And then I became a person who had children and I brought germs into my home all the time. And then guess what happens? You have yeah. to call in sick. Yeah. And then I have to text Holly. It's Holly, a, can you help it's me? It's like this weird like badge of honor right. slash like like yeah. you said, sort of it's a superior. You know, the only yeah. thing that's going to change it is if we start publicly shaming the people who don't call in sick when oh, they I've should started. have called in sick. And like, shame, I will shame you. ding, ding, ding. You yes. will shame. You would shame me. Like we, we will all be like, why because, are you here? Because that person says you're in a small space. I mean, yes. the flu spreads by breathing, folks. Yeah, but you touch things. You get all up in people's areas. Okay. I mean, I don't know how close you get to people, but we do not put other people in jeopardy. If you don't feel well, stay home. Bye. No, they don't. But yeah. then they send their kids to daycare. It's a whole thing. Nate, that, yeah. Okay. Um, Nate Burkus, our ah, own Minnesota hi, resident, he and Jeremiah Brent are expecting baby number two. Oh, they're, be they're having baby, beautiful a baby boy uh, via surrogate. You know, they have their two year old daughter, Poppy, who is like just I love that name cute. so much. It's so cute. Poppy. Oh, I love that name. It's like the troll princess. So cute. Poppy. It's so wonderful. I don't, I don't, they know. got married in early 2012. I didn't know that they were the first same sex couple to tie the knot at the New York Public Library. Interesting. So they had that hmm. fun little, you know, moment in history there. Hmm. And then they welcomed Poppy via surrogate in March of 2015. I wonder what they did if they if they just like put their little um, fishies in a bowl and then Swirl the doctors just pick one whoever. and then they don't know or... there are ways now i think you can do some like crazy stuff with dna so who knows like dna from both of them well i think i person? feel like oh, i, I, I feel shouldn't like talk about things i don't understand but i feel like it's gonna be possible if well, i do already. that it's real expensive yeah. yeah i've heard of that well, idea though of just like not really knowing i mean well these two they're like king gay men. they have so exactly. much money nate burkis is like or queen money is no gay man yeah depending depending on what you want to say I don't know, Bradley. I don't either. Ryan Murphy, boy, speaking of money, Ugh. got a huge deal with Netflix, you guys. Netflix locked him down. I he, hope they locked him down to a storyline, too. Yeah. Well, you're a not plot. the only one who's saying Ugh. that. They signed him for an exclusive five-year overall deal to develop content for the streaming service. $300 million. His last exclusive deal was with 20th Century Fox, and it was a four-year deal for $24 million. $24 million to $300 million. I would like to negotiate that type of raise. Well, and okay, a couple things. Number one, as I said, I hope that they locked him 
them down to some sort of plot and storyline. Like, because hey, if you start something, you got to finish it. Because Ryan when Murphy. yes, yeah. when he de- when he's left to his own devices, it's a hot mess. So when he's like telling a seasons? story that somebody else's, he's great. Yeah, I think it's like a two. One was Glee. When was Glee three seasons in, and then it was just like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, here. I think he gets bored of it. Maybe he really needs to only do one to two season things because I think he just gets sick of it, and then he's just like I'm out. Yeah, could be, or Maybe. he just can't figure out how to finish the story. Another thing I think this is, uh, I think, pay attention to this, because he's leaving Fox. Yeah. That has, I think, everything to do with the Disney. Totally, 100% yes, does. All of with that. the Disney so deal. It's going to keep happening. All right, Elizabeth, friends, it was nice to be with you. It was nice to have you with us. Thank you, darling. Thank you for being here. Uh, 651-641-1071, when we need a caller to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, we're going to give you five questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize, but only at 12 30 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show. My toddler trainer hey. and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today Colleen and what are they playing for? We've got Julie on the line and Halls what's Julie playing for today? She's playing for a copy of Wonder on Blu-ray DVD combo pack. Perfect. All right, Julie, Julie, Bobuli, Bonana, Fana, Fofuli, Fifi, Mo, Mo, Lee. so cool. Uh, okay. The timer's going to begin when I ask the first question. You ready? Yes. The Westminster Kennel Club honors which type of animal? Dog. Fantasia Barino won what singing competition show? Uh, American Idol. Sean White plays what sport? Snowboarding. Tom Hanks is married to which actress? Uh, oh, crumb. I know her. Uh, 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 um, oh, I can't think of her name. Who, I'm going to uh, pass. Yeah. Who is the main villain in the He-Man cartoons? He-Man. Rita Wilson. Yes, but He-Man <laughs> cartoons. Oh, I said He-Man. I no! Don't know. No, villain! <laughs> villain! I, I didn't know. Oh, God, you were so I'm sorry, honey. You can play again tomorrow, only at 1230. I'll give you kisses instead. How only on the Colleen and Bradley show. Now, if Rita seconds. Wilson was a villain. Um, I know. He-Man, I love how I go, who's great. the main villain in the He-Man cartoons? Rita Wilson. You know why? Did you hear this in the middle? No. Yes, she Googled that girl. Well, good I for heard her. You. We didn't tell you couldn't. Mm, that's true. Good I mean, good if you call. Google that fast, go for it. It's 30 seconds, though. Yeah. Well, she did it. That's how she got Rita Wilson. Now, uh, we, we loved... Oh, by the way, Skeletor is the answer. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't know. Uh-huh. Or you good hadn't Googled today, fast enough. Good questions question person. That was good. Um, now, I judge them every day, just so you know. Now. Wow, Makes good. her really happy, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> when we're done with this... Are we done? Oh, I'm just checking. Oh, Are we done? Sure. Yes. Excuse me. When we're done with this <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to solve a mystery and we do it in the form of blind oh, items. Boy. Your face provided by Holly Roberts. <laughs> we call it blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. Well, geez, I don't know if I want to play anymore. Come on. Fun. The sandbox oh. is pretty dangerous today. There's some cat turds hidden throughout. Buried treasure. Mm, let's move on to our first blind item today, provided to us by CrazyDaysAndNights.net, and uh, we're going to begin with a blind item that is uh, about a 
B-plus list mostly movie actress with A-plus list name recognition. Okay. Mostly movie, oh, A-plus. Is... Well, this okay. is tough. Okay. All right. So we all know who she is. Okay. She has A-plus name recognition. However, her career is not very hot. Got it. Here mostly we go. movies. Mostly movies. Okay. Although she has done some TV. Okay. Noted TV okay. actress. Got it. This B-plus list mostly movie actress with A-plus list name recognition, all of you know, got some kind of Botox injection that has paralyzed a portion of her face for the past week. It kind of looks like she's doing an Elvis thing. Apparently, it's going to be like that for a few weeks. Now, I want to add that this is a confirmed blind item. Oh, is this, this Katie Holmes? Yes! Really? Because I feel like... Oh, we lost our ding, by the way. That's ding! Good. We'll do this. There we go. Katie Holmes. All right, read that again. Yeah. All right, Katie Holmes got some kind of Botox injection that has paralyzed a portion of her face for the past week. It kind of looks like she's doing an Elvis thing. Apparently, it's going to be like that <laughs> for a few weeks. Was that what they mean by Elvis thing? Like, her? <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. With a light, light, oh, my gosh. Light. I kind of want to see that. I'm Googling Katie Holmes. Apparently, she goes for the chop with a super short pixie hairdo. Now, when was this uh, original blind item? This original blind item was earlier this month. Okay, so her face has probably figured it out. It was published on the 7th, so just last week. Okay, so we might have uh, at least a week left of the Elvis Katie Holmes. Very true. (laughs) Very interesting. Quite possibly that might be the case. Rumor. All right, (laughs) let's move on. To our next blind item. Oh, there is. Oh, it's confirmed. Blinded by the item. Another confirmed. Another confirmed blind item also published on the same day, and it's concerning New York Fashion Week, where an A-plus list designer is concerned, and also his one-named singer-celebrity guest. Okay. His one-named singer-celebrity guest. Okay. Speaking of New York Fashion Week, this A-plus list designer likes to pose for photos with his celebrity guests, and he had some very choice things to say when he saw this one-named singer and what she wore. He was not a fan at all. Rihanna? Mm. Okay, here's where you know where my knowledge of fashion designers and what named artists lives. I was thinking maybe Bob Mackie and Cher. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you 1975. I, know. I um, can't go so current right this, now. Was there a hint on who the designer is? Uh there's no hint, but we all know his name. He is also a director of film. Tom Ford. Okay. So his Tom... one named m- music I mean, person. I, I'm just going to throw out music names. Pink. Madonna? She's not a legendary singer. She's very popular with the kids. She's kind of fresh. We do play some of her music on My Talk 1071. Beyonce. Oh my God. No, don't, no. don't, don't. I know no. it's not Beyonce. Um, yeah, but you're going to get one of these anyways. <laughs> one named. Yes. With the kids. The kids love the her. Kids the love kids love her. Yes, she's very she. young and she's a she. Uh, you play some of her we listening Kesha? We play some of her music here on My Talk 1071 and all the pop stations. Fresher than Kesha is what you're saying. Fresher than Kesha, yes. Kesha is almost a decade into her pop music career. This is somebody that would have like... In the past like two years. So like Cardi B style. Not 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 quite. Not Cardi B. Which by the way, okay, I've got another little piece of gossip on her. Great. Shall I just give you the name? Yeah, because you're, you're never gonna get there. It's Halsey. Oh yeah, that's oh. no. Yeah, I don't know enough about Halsey. Halsey or yeah. Halsey? Halsey. I don't know that Halsey. Halsey. 
She is young, though, and the kids do love her. Okay, read the thing again. All right, so speaking of New York Fashion Week, Tom Ford likes to pose for photos with his celebrity guests, and he had some very choice things to say when he saw Halsey and what she wore. He was not a fan at all. And what she wore to New York Fashion Week, she was wearing a cream-colored onesie with with cream-colored khaki pants and some maybe perhaps somewhat hot pink stilettos. Of course, Tom Ford was going to hate that. Oh, and they're like leather. They're like leather khaki pants. Yeah. I feel like that was a mistake on her part to wear that to a Tom Ford fashion show because you know that he has opinions. And if he doesn't like you, he's going to tell it to you right to your face. But remember, that's the very same. Wasn't that the very same show that Patrick Schwarzenegger was at? Could be. Where he was getting the numbers of the Uh, underwear models. It was the underwear show. Yeah, I think you're right. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Somebody was busy at that show. That's yeah, right. All right. Apparently he's a closet case. Yeah. Colleen, mm. what, what is your uh, gossip on Cardi oh, B? Just I'd like to know. While she was here performing for the Super Bowl, apparently um, somebody tried to escort her back to the room where there was alcohol being served and people were really partying. And she said she preferred to stay by the stage. And one of her representatives mentioned that she was pregnant and so that has been the rumor that is being floated around. Now, Cardi B says, no, y'all, no, she, just let me be fat. She No, she said this is my favorite like quote. She goes, let me fat in peace. Yes. Let me fat goes, in peace. I'm not peace. pregnant. Let me fat in peace. We need to get that on a T-shirt yes, and wear it all fair. the time. All right. Thank you. So that's the Cardi B gossip. And and moving on. Moving on. We have one more confirmed blind item for you today. This is concerning a former reality star turned B-plus list, mostly movie actress, who is still a teenager. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Still a teenager. This former reality star turned B-plus list, mostly movie actress, who is still in her teenage years, is worried some information is going to come out about her, which will ruin her career. I don't think she has shared with other than a few people what could be so damaging. Huh. Oh, this is so interesting. So A minus list reality star turned B celebrity. List. Is yes. it a Jenner? No, oh. it is not a Jenner. Now this person I wanna say you used to watch her reality show back in the day. Now it was before I think it was popular before I knew you guys, but I know that you were at least interested and invested in the fate of the star of that reality show. And she's still a teenager? No, the person who is the star is now incarcerated. Oh boy, behind bars because she. Oh, Abby Lee Miller. Mm Hmm. Is it? Are we talking about? Um. Is it? Hold on. Oh my gosh, I can see her face. Not Mackenzie. That's her younger sister. The the channel it channel it. I'm trying to get her. She Uh, dances and see a video. Yes, her, her. That girl. Oh, Maddie McCookins. Maddie McCookins. Well, yeah. I'm just going to do this because Ziegler. You, yes, thank Maddie you. Maddie Ziegler. Yes. Ooh, inter- Maddie wait, say, okay. Ziegler. Fill in the blank. I right, Maddie grab. Ziegler, who is still in her teenage years, she's worried that some information is going to come out about her, which will ruin her career. I don't think she has shared with other than a few people what could be so damaging. Ooh. So we have no what idea. What could be damaging? Like I she don't know. Like maybe she bought something, like bought her she fame. Bought something? I don't know. That wouldn't be damaging. Uh, oh, maybe she's a drug dealer. I don't know. I'm try- I can't think of what what she I probably ate tell. people's faces off. Or oh, that could ruin. Or maybe career. she aided and abetted Abby Lee Miller. See, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe is she was it? Abby Lee Miller's like slice. 
Well, here's the thing yeah. is that Abby that Abby was like like favorited her and her family did anything that Abby wanted and they really did bend over backwards mostly so that she could have the career she has. And I will say she's she's a great dancer. She's as good as any of the other girls. I never could figure out why everybody was so hot on her. So maybe there's a reason huh. why people were hot on Maddie Ziegler and I guess maybe we'll find out why. Okay, maybe mm-hmm. she was drugging them. No. Okay. I can't wait to hear. Thank you, Holly, for spreading those blind items. Those are really good ones today. Uh, Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have two things we need to get to. One of them is I need to get some stuff off my chest about the Olympics because I hate the Olympics. And we'll find out why today. Also, we did a little experiment involving our coworkers. Um, It was a Valentine's Day experiment. And we'll tell you about it. And you'll hear what happened throughout the show, but a little bit coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, it's Marley. I'm back already with new episodes of my Bachelor podcast, You Get a Rose. We're entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Right? Yeah, no, that's me. Hi. So, okay, because it is Valentine's Day, we thought we would do a little experiment with our friends here at the radio station. Yeah, you know, it's good to check in with our peeps and see see what's going on in the world yeah. and what they're doing for the big day. And Right. So we did that, but what we really wanted to see is if they actually love us. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's all about us. And we just wanted to know, do you think our co-hosts love us? Like, how much do they love us? And so <clears throat> we did this little social experiment where we called them and asked them a question. Mm-hmm. And... Um, at the end of that question, we basically just asked them what they're doing for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And they told us. And then we would end the conversation. Do you want to say what we ended the conversation with? Or should we just play one and let them hear? We would say, let's tell them. Okay. We would say, I love you. And then we would see if they said it back. Yeah. And we have the results. What do you think? Do you think more people loved us than didn't love us back? Or uh, did they just totally hang up on us without loving us back. I will tell you that uh, a variety of things happened and yeah. you will be hearing them throughout the shocking. Show I will say there is a shocking conclusion to all of this. Oh, there is the climax. And it's by the way, not the climax we expected. Not at all. Uh, we set out with one very specific purpose in mind with uh, the uh, illustrative power of radio with this particular segment. Um, so you're going to want to stick around for the rest of the show, but let's give, let's kick this off with uh, one example from one of our co-hosts, what, uh, what they think about us. Here is uh, Dawn from the morning show. Okay. This is Dawn. Hey, Dawn McLean. It's Bradley from the Colleen and Bradley show. And me too. Hi, oh. Dawn. Oh, hi. Dawn. Uh, unexpected call. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, um, what are you doing for Valentine's Day, Dawn? Um, is this like one of those phone calls where you're like, well, drop your plans because we're sending you to Paris. No. no. Is that what this is? No, no. sorry. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? I've been thinking about uh, going to see some curling happening. Ryan... The other producer, Ryan Purpich, he is a curler, and he goes to the, I think, the St. Paul Curling Club on Wednesday nights. And so I've never seen live curling, and I thought that would be really fun. 
Wow, that sounds romantic. That sounds like fun. Well, romantic. Well, it's not romantic, but I don't have a date or anything, so I'm like, oh, what's something bad. new that I can do? You know, and I thought I'll go check out curling. <laughs> Is that lame? Tis, tis the season. All right. Well. <laughs> well, Don, thank you for for taking You're time welcome. with us. We'll let you go now. I okay, love I love right. you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. He loves us. Oh, she loves us. Don loves us. So, thank you, Don. You're going to want to stay tuned throughout the show today. We know who else loves us or not. We will share a few more of those conversations. You really are going to want to listen. Yes, you are. I'm just saying that if love is one emotion, there's some other emotions happening later in the show. There's lots of emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so you guys know that the Olympics are on, right? Have you guys noticed that? The Olympics? Mm-hmm. They're on TV. Yeah. Like constantly. Yeah, it's the Winter Olympics. It's all we talk every about. Every two years. It's constant. Well, it's every four years. Of winter. Okay, I hate this. It's time to find out just what does Colleen hate about the Olympics today? <sighs> okay. Have you been watching the Olympics? No, I watch this. St- I see the stories. Like we talked about the. Uh, Sean White story that came out of the Olympics. I've been following the Adam Rippon story. He's I, been sort of speaking. What is an Adam Rippon? He is the figure skater who is oh. like the one of, uh, if not the one of the first openly gay athletes at the Winter Games, and he has had a little bit of a kerfuffle with the vice president. So I'm like, my friends send me texts of hot athletes. It's you know, it's a mixed bag. Um, but I don't sit down and watch at you know nine p.m. on the couch. Let me tell you what I've observed uh, with the people watching. Yeah, um, the Olympics has a tendency to turn people into self-described experts on every single event. Like what? Like this. <clears throat> my my family was watching it last night. My husband and my two kids. Three mm-hmm. three my, three kids. I forgot about one. They wow. were all watching it and they were watching the snowboarding and like every once in a while you'd be like, oh, did you see that 1080? I've never seen a 1080 like that. That was the best 1080. Now watch what he's going to do. He's going to get stuck up on the lip or the curl of that thing. Or what? They had all these words and they were just regurgitating everything that the person said, the commentators. Yeah. And I was like, you all stop it. Everybody in that room, stop right now. You don't know anything about snowboarding. You're watching it. You're not an expert. Everybody who goes down that dumb hill looks exactly the same to you. In fact, my husband even came in and was like, is that Sean White going? And I was like, you don't even know who you're looking at. But I mean, that's kind of the point of the Olympics, right? Is like the Olympics is like the one sporting event where you don't have to be an expert but because nobody like who is an expert no, at curling. Thank you. I agree, but everybody talks like But yet like you get excited are. about it because No. It's your one chance to see an example of that sport. Also, can I ask you a question mm. that bothers you so much? Why are you watching it? I'm not watching it. I'm living in my house. So like I'm like in the kitchen or like cleaning up the living room and they're like in the sunroom yeah. watching. They're all talking or like we're eating dinner and it's on in the other room so they can hear what's going on because God yeah. forbid they should miss one moment. And How it is on before nine. With your anger? They think it's funny. They're bugging me with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. That's all. Um, just stop pretending like you know everything about the sports. It's all over Facebook. But it's all over the is place. Is it just the Olympics? Is it sports? I mean, I'm trying to understand the depth of your anger. Well, it used to be all sports. Mm-hmm. 
I've backed off. Because I will say I hate sports generally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch CrossFit. People would say that's not a sport. It's only because I do CrossFit. Trust me, I realize that if you don't do CrossFit, you don't want to hear about it. I get it. However, I don't watch baseball. I don't watch soccer. I don't watch football. But, you know, the Olympics is different. It's like no. national pride. Don't you have pride in your oh, fellow Americans? You know what? That's mine tomorrow. Because somebody told me I was un-American yeah. because I don't I mean, like the Olympics. you kind of are. No, I am not. When you're hating don't on our stop. athletes. I will talk about that. I'm, I love our athletes. I don't, they're nice. But you're they're telling fine. them that they shouldn't get any attention. Oh my, it's making this worse. It's making it worse. When we come back on the Colleen oh and Bradley God, show. You need to breathe. Let's find out if another one of our coworkers loves us or not. Well, and we've got a winner.